order fundamentals. Let's take a look and see where the team is going with order fundamentals. This is a kind of a basic segment, but I think you guys have, we get a lot of questions and stuff, so we wanted to go back to basics for just a change. We've been a little heavy the last couple days, research-wise. Let's take a look. So, orders form the basic building blocks, Tony, of a two-sided market. They instruct the broker, us, to buy or sell security on your behalf. The core of an order tells the broker what stock, what option, future, or strategy you're looking to trade and whether you want to buy or sell it. Beyond that, orders come in several types. And sometimes people, you know, get this a little messed up. You know, when we first got on the retail side of the business, we were offering like 20 order types. And then we, and, and here, here, I, the first thing that came to mind, I got to tell you the story. So when we built till close is what we should have come up with. We built, so you, you can put in built, orders. <clears throat> then when it gets close to being triggered, it disappears. No. <clears throat> so <clears throat> going back. <clears throat> almost, <clears throat> almost two oh my decades. God, you're going to get me sick. You sound horrible. You sound dis no. disgusting. So I, I can't believe you came going, in today. Going back two decades, we just got off the trading floor and we're building Thinkorswim. And we said, you know what? Customers are going to want to send orders to any exchange they want to. So we'll let them send any exchange. And then we'll give them every single order type imaginable because that's what we thought we were supposed to do. And we're like, this is so ridiculous because we let customers send any order to any exchange. But then we realized after that, that everybody routes best. <laughs> so 99% of the orders were routed through a best X engine and less than 1% were routed to an individual share. We're like, well, this is just confusing. Uh -huh. So, and then we realized, we looked at our orders that 99, 98% of the orders were being were, executed there anyway. Were, no, 98% of the orders were all just, were all just limit orders, mm -hmm. which is what they should be, mm -hmm. 98%. So we're like, why are we offering like 20 different order types? This makes no sense, we're just confusing people. So when we built Tasty, we got rid of everything. So you know we're simplifying everything, mm -hmm. just because we don't need all that crap. It just makes things, it just confuses people. Let's stop confusing people. So market, limit, stop market or stop limit. That's what we're gonna look at today. Let's examine why and when traders choose each of these. And I, we, and Tony and I can talk about our order type selection. And I can tell you this right now, without, if I did not look at a single order that Tony routed in 2022, I would be willing to bet my life oh, that, be wrong. that 99% of the orders that you routed higher than 99, 99 point something were limit orders. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, if you use, I can't remember a market If you used order. one stop order, I would be shocked. No, All I, last year. If you used one stop limit order, I'd be shocked. No. And I doubt you ever clicked on market. No, 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 <clears throat> never, never. Mm. If you're going to put a market <clears throat> order in, if it's an option, you know, I just put the the offer price. I wouldn't even go a nickel above the offer price because, <coughs> you know, if you're paying the offer, you know, you're going to 95% of the time get filled on the offer. Rarely that you're that good that the market sure. runs in that direction. <clears throat> we call that marketable limit. Yeah. But the crazy thing is that I made a lot of trades last year, like 14,000, 15,000. I would say I didn't use, a, I don't think I used a single stop limit, a single stop order. And if I used a market order, maybe it was five times the whole year. Let's go. Let's go. Next slide. Marketable limit. Sure. So, according to the SEC, the most commonly 
executed transaction type is market order. Now, we wanted to put this up here because, just so we realize, I just said that 99.8% of the orders that Tony and I route are limit orders or marketable limit orders. Those are not market orders. Yet, according to the SEC, the most commonly executed transaction type in this industry is a market order. That's one of the first problems. Okay, because because the delusional doesn't make any sense. Right. Okay, these are the instructions to the broker to buy or sell at the current market price. These orders are almost always guaranteed to fill. However, just like when ordering market price fish, you might not like the price you receive, especially in a liquid or highly. But at least products. you have a meal. Or at least you have a meal. <laughs> I I, I could. I wonder if they really reached out to any brokerage firm to ask this question to them to see if this answer is actually accurate. Well, I can promise you on the technology that we, when we did the deal originally and before we were bought out by TD Ameritrade when we built Thickersim, we were the same thing. We built Thickersim. 99% of the orders were market orders. When we got to TD Ameritrade, they, I mean, 99% were limit orders. Yeah, you said they that. were a majority of their business was market orders, and I. And the first thing I said is, "How do you guys? How are you? How is this your business? Right. Like this doesn't make any sense to me." Schwab was the same way. I'm like, "What's wrong with you guys? This, you know, this is not. This makes no sense." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's go to the so next market. Is accurate then? No, it's accurate. It's just mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> let's go to the next slide. John, slide three. So, here's where we get into the kind of the, the the crux of it. Limit orders. A limit order instructs a broker to buy or sell at a specified price, the limit price or better. These orders give traders control over what prices they find acceptable, but are not guaranteed to execute. Sure. Um, in liquid markets, however, limit orders place near the mid price. It's it could be near is a very subjective word but you know at least you know that if you pay the offer which is a marketable limit order um which means you're just taking the offer you're probably going to be filled on tastyworks all orders for strategies with multiple legs default to limit orders so we default to limit orders on every single multi-leg spread now you can adjust it but we default to limit price I mean, we default to the mid price, which is a limit order. Right. Yep. Let's go to the next slide. Limit orders can also be used to automate um, futures trades by using limit prices outside of the current bid ask. For example, if we sell an iron condor for $425, we might then submit a limit buy order to buy the same iron condor back for $225. This is unlikely to fill immediately as the broker cannot find a counterparty, but we'll close the position and lock in $200 profit as soon as possible if if the trade goes your way. You know, the other could be a loser the other way, too. Mm-hmm. But you could just leave limit orders in if you want to. Yep. Let's go to the next, next slide. Stop orders provide another way for traders to prepare for future market moves. But rather than the order going to the market immediately, a stop order specifies a price the stop price, it's the trigger price. And the broker only places the order if the market price first reaches the stop price, if it's triggered. Stops can be applied to both market orders and limit orders. So you can have a stop limit or just a, a plain stop order is just a stop market. But please note that 
Tasty does not hold these orders on our servers. Just in case, like you ever thought, oh my God, you know, we're we're sitting there. We, we don't make markets anyway, but we don't hold any of these orders on our servers. We only take orders that we can deliver to an exchange server. Got it. We used to hold them on our own server like 20 years ago, and it's a nightmare. So we didn't want that responsibility. So we route everything to exchange servers, and they get held on the exchange. All stop and stop limit orders. Let's go to the next slide. If the stop for closing order is placed at a certain degree of loss, then it is a stop loss order intended to exit the position before incurring even larger losses. Such orders are not fully reliable because in a fast moving market, market stop loss orders may be filled way past the intended stop price, while stop limit orders risk not being filled at all. And just remember, you can put a stop limit order in at a actual lower price than your actually trigger price. Right. If which you're worried is, about getting run through. If I was using that type of order, that's what I would do. Agreed. Agreed. Let's go to the next slide. So takeaways. Market orders almost always fill, but their price can be unpredictable. Limit orders guarantee prices rather than fulfillment. Um, these form the core of tasty trading practice for both opening positions and managing winners. Stops can be added to either order type. Rather than being placed immediately, the order is only valid after the stop price is reached. These are often used to help protect from large losses. And remember, just for people that want to, Tasty now takes stop orders on spreads. Very good. Very because good. that was a heavily requested, you know, item. How um, how much did you enjoy going over those fundamentals of uh, orders types? Um, it was better than getting like a tetanus shot. <laughs> We're going to take a quick 90-second break. We're going to come back. we got more Tasty Live coming up to you next with the opening bell. The content of this podcast is provided solely by Tasty Trade, Inc. and are not the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliate companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a research report, trading or investment advice, or a recommendation that any investment strategy, security, or futures product is suitable for any person. You are responsible for making your own investment decisions in light of your individual investment knowledge, objectives, and financial situation. Applicable supporting documentation for any claims, including claims made on behalf of options programs, comparison, recommendations, statistics, or other technical data will be supplied upon request. Tasty Trading is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker dealer.